I know people like to hear me, Joe Mullinax, give my takes on fake trades. I've been doing the armchair GM since DeMichael was in elementary school. But, but this is a wonderful opportunity for the wonderful co-host of mine, DeMichael Cole, to get in on the trade fund. You don't want to miss that. Plus, we're going to check in on our worry meter and preview a back-to-back busy weekend for the Memphis Grizzlies. You're on Locked on Grizzlies with us. Let's lock in. You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, 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 yes. It is the weekend just about here on Lockdown Grizzlies. Happy Friday to you and yours, if you celebrate, which of course is all of us on a wonderful Friday edition of Lockdown Grizzlies. Shout out to our everydayers, people that check out the show each and every time a new episode drops. We appreciate it on YouTube. We appreciate it wherever you get your podcasts. Like, comment, rate, review, subscribe, all those fun things as we are proud members here on Locked On Grizzlies of the Locked On Podcast Network. Again, your team each and every single day. I am Joe Mullinax, one of the hosts of Locked On Grizzlies, joined by the beloved, uh, the admired, the handsome, the backwards hat wearing DeMichael Cole <laughs> of the commercial appeal there in Memphis, Tennessee. He's the Memphis Grizzlies beat writer for that publication. If you don't already check him out, how do you follow the Memphis Grizzlies and not follow DeMichael Cole? If there's anything DeMichael Cole is good at, it is pissing off Taylor Jenkins and telling him to saddle up, buddy. It's time to, get it. it's, it's time to ride. Um, so you, shout out to DeMichael for getting Coach Jenkins to go fire, go viral several months or several days ago. Excuse me. Do you think they knew I asked that question, Joe? Uh, I think the, the everydayers did. I bet yeah. the everydayers did. They're probably on X. They're on social yeah. media checking those things out. Sorry if I outed you there, Michael, But, yeah. uh, you know, Just you asked the hard-hitting the questions. And, and Taylor Jenkins, you know, he asked you to saddle up, brother. So uh, that makes me a little bit nervous. Like maybe you'll start a podcast with him and forget all about me. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, bearded white guy, bearded white guy, I get it. I, I understand. It would be an easy transition. Uh, but anyway, welcome to Locked On Grizzlies. This episode of Locked On Grizzlies is brought to you by the good folks over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. All right, DeMichael. For those of you that are everydayers, we hinted at the idea that the illustrious DeMichael Cole, who usually keeps his toes out of the trade waters. He's ready to dive in head first. I'm very excited. He usually leaves the harebrained schemes to me, but not today, not on this Friday edition of Lockdown Grizzlies. It is time to hear how DeMichael would fix the Grizzlies. I think I figured it out. I hinted at it on social media. Uh, I, I think I know what name DeMichael's about to say. I, if I recall correctly, you've mentioned it in the past. It's, it's a sneaky under-the-radar pick that would solve some of the problems for the Grizzlies and probably not break the bank in terms of trade value. Yeah, you you solved half the equation, Joe, because Ooh. that's one of the guys. I got two. I, uh, I got two guys from the Detroit Pistons that I think really make a lot of sense for the Grizzlies. Now, before I get to those guys, let's kind of give the landscape here. You, you know me. I got I to gotta kind of build into it. And if you talk about the Pistons, they have a bunch of young 
talent. Um, you know, whether it's too many guards with the whole Killian Hayes, Kate Cunningham, Jaden Ivey situation, uh, hence why I think you should always try to at least draft for need over the they whole They probably place. are going to move on from one of those dudes. Yeah, they, they have to very soon. And then the front court log jam, you know, James Wiseman, Stewart, Jalen Dern has clearly separated himself amongst those three, but you just, what, extended Stewart recently. You're giving Wiseman a chance over there. So those are where your log jams kind of are. And then you have the young star and uh, the twin, Ozzer Thompson. Uh, he's been incredible, right? Like I seeing a six, get seven guy rebound like that is, is just, is amazing. He, and defensively he's, he is, he is, I mean, He's probably generational. I, I don't think that is a hyperbole based on what we've seen from that guy so far. He could probably make an all-defensive team as a rookie. Generational? He, wow. He's, he's good. I I'll mean, admit I have not watched. I do try to watch most of the teams in the NBA. I have not watched the Pistons. You you go look at Shea Gilgis Alexander stat sheets. You're going to see that Pistons game. You're going to be like, huh? But you go watch it. It's that guy. But now let's get to the point. The point is – the Pistons are stacked with young talent. They could use a couple more wings. The team has a bunch of young wings out there. Now, you know, none of them have shown, you know, that they are like future stars by a chance, but young wings that are worth taking a shot on. If you put them on a team that exactly like you said earlier is not looking to win right now, you can kind of uh, turn it into an opportunity, which leads me to my point. Two guys on the Detroit Pistons stand out to me. I'm going to start out with the one that I think you caught on to, uh, Joe, and, and people like, and that's Alec Burks. Uh, Alex Burks, I think, should be a trade target for the Grizzlies simply for the fact he's a 6'6 guard. He can play on the ball. He can play on the ball. I mean, on and off the ball, like we know the Grizzlies like to do with a lot of their guards. But here's where he separates himself to me. Not only can he shoot the basketball really well, uh, remember talking to you know people around the Grizzlies. Why did they go from DeAnthony Melton uh, to you know uh, Luke Kennard? Why did they go from Kyle Anderson to Santi Aldama? Shooting, shooting right. is a big emphasis for this team. So getting into the whole conversation about shooting leads me to talk about Alex Burks. Uh, so far this season, six game sample size, very small, uh, over fifteen points per game uh, for the Pistons shooting. 48.8% from the three-point line. You say, oh, 48%. That's, he's, he's not going to maintain that. Well, guess what? He shot over 40% from three-point line the last three seasons, the last three full seasons. If you go back even in 2019-2020 when he played most of that season, you know, with uh, Golden State, he shot 38.5% that year. So for his career, Joe, we're talking about a guy who shot over 38% from three-point range, close to 39%. The Grizzlies could use that, but this is the separator. He has playmaking ability. He can play on the ball. He can play on the ball, off the ball. Uh, really good as a playmaker. Not an amazing defender, but you got Marcus Smart. I'm thinking about closing lineups, right? I'm thinking about someone who can improve this half-court offense. That's a guy that stands out to me. 6'6". Last year of his contract right now, I think uh, he signed a three-year, $30 million deal. So you're talking about a guy who only costs – Ten and a half million. And again, he's on the last year of his contact. We know that the, the Pistons are trying to be bad. So you know what that means to me, Joe? They're pretty much going to trade this guy because it does them nothing to keep him because they're going to be trying to give all those young guards playing times, and he's in the last year. So when they trade him, $10 million, we've already talked about the Grizzlies having a trade exception. The Grizzlies have a trade exception that's worth, I think, around $7 million. $7 million. So you just got to throw in a small contract – 
and that pretty much any of the young wings, uh, Jake LaRavia, uh, Roddy, even John Conchar or uh, Zaire Williams, any of them would potentially work if you want to package a pick. And I think, look, I people know I've been high on as as much as most, but I think when you talk about a guy that you could potentially trade only because he has shown potential in spurts, he has shown the potential to be a guy who can, you know, average better numbers uh, in, in, in certain situations. And, and some people may say, oh, he may need a change of scenery or whatever the case may be. He is the guy who I think makes sense. You package him. Uh, we'll see what they want for Alex Burks. They, I, I think a couple second round picks should do it since he's on the last year of his contract. But maybe if want to protect it first uh you can get a deal done and now you get a guy who can add to your half court offense who can give you more shooting now let me second guy i won't i won't talk about this guy too long because what's what's understood doesn't need to be explained right here joe Monax. the second guy for me is bojan bogdanovich look he has not played a game this year. Joe, I'm surprised you didn't catch on to that one. You you caught on to my sneaky one, but you didn't catch the, on to my obvious one. The reason I didn't is because he's so expensive. It's it's $20 million contract. But so guess who are what, you Joe? moving on from? But guess what, Joe? That, that makes perfect sense for you because you've been talking about moving these expensive centers on the Grizzlies roster for the longest. And here's – yeah, I set you up for that one. This is your way to get off of one of those contracts, and you got the trade exception. And it makes perfect sense. So we're looking at the contract here of Bogdanovich. You mentioned it. Yes, it is a little expensive, but here are the main things in the world. This season, he's making around $20 million. We know that Steven Adams is around 17 mil, I think. Um, I think Luke Kennard is what is around 14, 15, uh, yeah, roughly. 15, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. around that range. Uh, and then, you know, the same thing with Brandon Clark, who's at 14 and a half million. So again, any of those guys mixed in with your trade exception gets you there easily uh, with any of those dudes. And you, I think since it's the Pistons and they're trending in a young direction, you're going to have to throw a pick on top of it, especially if you're talking Bogdanovich. We've heard rumors in the past that they're going to want first-round picks if it comes to him. See, Birch, you might can get away with second-rounders, and the difference is Bogdanovich is not only – he has two years left on his deal. The rest of this season, he hasn't played yet. I think he's dealing with like a calf injury or something, but he's supposed to be reevaluated soon. We'll see what happens there. But he has $19 million on a partly guaranteed deal next year, which will probably be guaranteed because he's a really good basketball player. This is a guy who throughout the entirety of his career has just been a lights-out shooter. He's been proven. You know, as a playmaker, you go to a couple years ago when he played with the New York Knicks, right? Average close to five, you know, five boards a game, threw in three assists a game, even in a situation with the uh, Detroit Pistons last year. Um, he is a guy who can, who's been proven as a shooter. I mean, not the Knicks. Uh, I don't know why I said the Knicks. The Jazz. Talk about Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich uh, was a really sharp with the Jazz. He averaged 21 points a game last year with the Pistons, 21.6 points in 59 games. The year before that with the Jazz, 18 points a game. He has a 20-point season with the Jazz. And the three-point shooting stands out when you talk about him. Career 39.4 three-point shooter and knockdown. He's played alongside of Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert, uh, Donovan Mitchell, and he's Blended in well as a dynamic piece on some of those really good jazz teams. When they were the one seed, this guy was a huge part of it. And you think about how he fits in with the Grizzlies. He can play the four in a closing lineup. Think about moving Jaron to the five when you get to the last four minutes of a game. And you have Marcus Smart, uh, Desmond Bain, and John Morant into the in the game as well. You have a dynamic 
lineup offensively in that case. He's the guy. Those are the two guys I think you attach. You got to go first round pick to get Bogdanovich. But, Joe, those are the two guys I'm looking at. Burks and Bogdanovich, the, the double B. I, I, I think, think they both move the needle. You might have fixed the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, my, my natural question would be, you just talked about how they have a lot of bigs already on the roster. I don't know how Adams and Clark would fit into that. So they're just probably, they're just throw-ins for your right, picks. right. I I think they would probably be more interested in Kennard, ironically, since he you know mm-hmm. came from Detroit and went to L.A. than yes. anything. Um, I, I like the Burks one in particular. I, I like how he's an expiring deal. He's going to be cheaper. I think you can get him for a couple of second rounders and Laravia. Like I, I don't know why they would say no to that. Maybe you have to upgrade it to Zaire Williams. Zaire Williams is a former lottery pick. So if they want Zaire, at least in my opinion, I would I would go away from a you know a, anything involving a first, maybe just one second rounder. Right. Uh, right. But I, I think that you're onto something with Burks. He makes a lot of sense and he has a bigger body, certainly not a defensive maestro, uh, but he helps in the half court offense. He enables them to have some scoring off the bench. I, I like I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm proud of you. That's yeah. good. Trade machining. Good job, buddy. And, I mean, and there's maybe, a lot coming from you. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe as part of this positive energy you're exuding after jumping into the trade waters, uh, your worry meter has gone down. As everybody knows, if you tuned in last week, we have a new Friday segment as long as the Grizzlies are bad, which may be all season. Hopefully <laughs> not. But as long as the Grizzlies are bad, we're going to have a worry meter on Fridays. We're going to talk about where we're at in terms of our worries when it comes to watching and following these Memphis Grizzlies after, you know, a really bad loss to the Los Angeles Lakers. We'll talk about that next here on Locked on Grizzlies. But first, this episode of Locked on Grizzlies is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's the end of the year. The holidays are coming. Do do you look forward to the holidays? I know I do. I can't speak for DeMichael. I'm assuming he does time with family, all that sort of stuff. But maybe you struggle with seasonal blues. Anything that can remind you of somebody who's passed away, someone who's moved on, maybe you've moved on from a place that you were passionate about. Adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings of sadness and anxiety. And therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change of the season. Something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything that might be going on. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. This episode of Locked On Grizzlies is also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is a wonderful piece of fun and ticket purchasing adventure. If you have ever been on the adventure of being late to an event like I have, and you're trying to find last minute tickets at fair prices, don't get involved with other potential ticket purchasing websites and apps. You need to go through Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry about buying tickets to your next event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for anything that you might be interested in. And whether it's uh, checking out the view from any seat in the venue, whether it is trying to find these tickets as quickly and easily as possible, or whether it's just the idea of being able to have all-in prices up front so that you know that you're getting a great deal without any hidden fees. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app right now, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Again, 
Create an account and redeem the code. Spell out Locked On NBA with me, L O C K E D O N N B A, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. DeMichael, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm, uh, you know, my worry meter is about the same spot it was at last Friday, right? But I'm, I'm going to explain it a little bit differently this time. My worrying meter about the Memphis Grizzlies is when I'm out with my children at a public place, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, let's say I'm at a museum, right? And I'm, I'm looking at a, a giant stuffed woolly mammoth, right? I'm at the Museum of Natural History in the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. And I'm looking up at this thing. I'm like, wow, that is one heck of a woolly mammoth. Look at the detail that somebody put on that. And I say, hey, you know, Abigail or Caroline or Mitchell, whichever, whichever child I'm referencing in that moment, you know, hey, what do you think of this woolly mammoth? And I look down and holy crap. The, the stated child is not there. And every parent knows that feeling like that. Brief, ah, where's my kid? Right. And you, you're looking around, you're panicked. And then you realize that they were behind you the entire time, like just trying to mess with you because kids are smarter <laughs> than you give them credit for. And they're mm-hmm. like, ha ha, just kidding. Here I am, dad. And I'm like, uh-huh, you're so funny. I can't wait to, you know, be mad at you later. Just kidding. You're so cute. Um, that's kind of where I'm at with the Memphis Grizzlies. Maybe I'm not going to look upon the Grizzlies roster and say, how can I stay mad? You're so cute. I'm probably still going to be a little madder than that, but a little more mad than that. But I'm still not at a place of overall concern. I do feel that they are in a better place in terms of, okay, they've identified Zaire Williams as a problem. He has the worst net rating of any Grizzlies player by far. Uh, no disrespect to Jacob Gilliard. I do think he's taking advantage of his opportunity, but you could substitute almost anybody at this point for Zaire the way that he's been playing and the team's going to improve. Uh, I think Bismack Biombo checks a lot of the Steven Adams boxes. Obviously, the team's underperforming. That continues at least through this recording. But I do feel about the same. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm worried. But it's not something that I'm really going to write home about. The Grizzlies are still only about three games out of the play-in, roughly five games away from the sixth seed in the Western Conference. That's a couple weeks. That's a winning streak away from being right back into the mix. And I, that sounds silly to say out loud to Michael, but yeah. – the reality is they're not going to be this bad. If they're this bad with John Morant, that's when you sound the alarms. Yeah, it, it's funny because you, you keep giving these examples with your kids, and, and I keep giving these financial examples. Maybe that's a – I don't know if there's an indication of something well, here. because you have but... money and I don't. I have kids and I don't <laughs> well, have money, so there you go. Well, well, well this this will tell a little different, but the situation that comes to my mind is imagine if you just, you just landed – you know, a, a nice little decent amount of money, or you just put a nice amount Ooh, of groceries in your refrigerator, nice. I like whatever that. the case may be. But you know that something is about to happen soon. Brace all of those assets that you just gained. So that's kind of where I am. Uh, I think the refrigerator is kind of restocking a little bit right now. You know, you got your breakfast foods. You got your lunch, you got your dinner. Uh, we'll talk about Derrick Rose here in a second, but the refrigerator's starting to restock a little bit. But in a week or so, who I, I just think a lot of those items are going to be going out. Not not because of anything like injuries or something like that, but it's right. just this schedule. Mm. I, I just, <laughs> Joe, I, I'm looking ahead. It's going to get you tough. Know, it, sure, we should take it a day at a time, right? That's that's what they say. And that's why I say right now you're fine because you, you get the Spurs coming up next, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. But, you know, it's the San Antonio Spurs. They're 3-8, and eight, you know, and Grizzlies are 2-9. and nine. Like, okay, 
But then you get Boston, second night of back-to-back. Arguably, the team has played the best basketball in the Eastern Conference. And then, yeah, you get a Rockets team that you brought in the preseason, talent-wise, not too far off from you. but And at least uh, you know, as good as Dylan Brooks has played, that's going to go out the window against the Memphis Grizzlies because he's he, going to lose his ever-loving mind. And he's going to be right going, back. He's going to be I shooting can't. four for 15 before you know it. I can't wait to preview that one. But you, you, <laughs> it's you gonna get be a blast. You get you get Houston Dillon, and then you get the Suns and Timberwolves. Like, does the week well the week if you go Sunday to Sunday, the Grizzlies will have Celtics, Rockets, Suns, Timberwolves. Celtics, well, Rockets, Suns, Timberwolves. I, I think I think you win one of those, it's it's stomach, it's thumbs up. You win two, you're ecstatic. You win three. We're going to the playoffs. Like that's what that stretch uh, says to me. But I just, no matter how far things are trending in the right direction right now, that is just in the back of my mind. What's on? What's on the way? Understandable. And I think that when you look at that, it it can be daunting, right? Especially considering the health issues that have befallen this team. And I know you're going to provide a bit of an update on that coming up next in our Grizzlies weekend preview. Because as you alluded to, our first chance to see. Victor Wembanyama. It's going to be wild to see his seven foot five frame next to Jaron Jackson Jr., making him look small or at least short. Um, And then you have the Celtics, arguably the best team in the NBA, coming in the literal next night. So it's going to be a busy weekend of basketball for the Grizzlies after a shorter work week. We're going to preview that next here on Lockdown Grizzlies. But first, I want to make sure that I'm shouting out the Locked On Sports Today YouTube channel, the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel for. Uh, that's part of Locked On Sports. 24-7, the top sports stories of the day, local experts like us uh, on Locked On, plus the national shows covering each and every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Also, this episode of Locked On Grizzlies is brought to you by Prize Picks. I enjoy Prize Picks because it's so unique to Michael, and I know that you agree with that in our conversations about this wonderful, wonderful service. You can combine in a specials league like LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo, three-pointers made plus receptions. What other service that is like prize picks that you can combine sports and leagues like that? Where else do they have a reboot policy where your entries can stay in play even if one of your players gets injured? Like in a football or basketball game, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half, does it return in the second the players rebooted. That means that you have basically an injury insurance policy. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform that does something along those lines. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that is prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. When we come back here on Locked On Grizzlies, we are previewing a busy weekend for Memphis. Stick with us. Welcome back to Locked On Grizzlies. I am Joe Mullinax, joined by my co-host, Michael Cole of the Commercial Appeal there in Memphis, Tennessee. He's the Memphis Grizzlies beat writer for that publication. I am the Memphis Grizzlies columnist over at Bluff City Media. Check out my work over there. Check out Michael's work at the Commercial Appeal. And, of course, you can check out both of us here on Locked On Grizzlies. If you're on YouTube, you can literally check us out. I think I'm looking pretty nice today if i do say so myself there you go joe i like how the the headset makes me look like i have like a hovering thing of hair yeah. um 
It's a weird kind of like uh, it's a weird. It's like Homer Simpson at this point, the, the way that I'm balding. But that's okay. So Michael looks better if you're on YouTube. You can just focus on him. Um, we are approaching again Saturday, Sunday, back to back. Cool to yep. have that on the weekend. You know, you don't always see that, right? The Saturday, Sunday, back to back. Oh, cool for you. Uh, uh, I, well, that's true. I don't have a life. You are an active socialite, as we all know. Um, San Antonio Spurs on Saturday night. Sunday night is the Boston Celtics there in Memphis, Tennessee at FedEx Forum. The San Antonio game is in San Antonio. Jason Tatum, Victor Wembanyama, all sorts of star power this coming weekend for the Grizzlies. Yeah. Uh, I think that the biggest thing, and we talked about this before to Michael, and as the Grizzlies beat writer, you have some information for us here. Um, the biggest thing for Memphis right now is the injury report, right? Marcus Smart didn't mm-hmm. finish the most recent game against the Lakers. Same thing with Luke Kennard. Derek Rose should, in theory, be on the injury return horizon. Uh, what are you hearing about the Grizzlies going into a back-to-back basketball weekend? Uh, Joe, are you a good news first person or the bad news first? You tell me. I'm which a one you want. bad news first. We can bad start first. With that. Oh yeah, and on positive vibes. There we go. So, uh, the bad right now is Marcus Smart is being reevaluated again. Uh, it, it doesn't say too much. It may not be quote unquote bad. Uh, to me, is we don't know yet. The Grizz. Uh, yesterday they didn't practice. You know, on Thursday, but. Players were in play groups and things like that. So the play groups is, you know, when they do their, you know, individual work and things like that. Marcus Smart did any of that. Uh, he's actually, uh, you know, I was with the Grizzlies players yesterday. They donated uh, 50,000 meals. Like they helped package 50,000 meals together for underserved communities in, in Memphis. Kudos. Yeah. That's I mean, it, is the, it is the season of giving. So uh, the players, the coaches, staff, the organization all were involved in that. But uh, Marcus Smart uh, was not there. So uh, he was with the doctors. So uh, I think that is a little bit on the concerning side. Now moving more to the positive side, uh, Luke Kennard, who you know left the first half left game, was there, and is listed as day to day. So we'll see, you know, what kind of happens there. You know, with these back to backs, we know how cautious the Grizzlies are. Not really uh, expecting him to probably play both legs, but I think we could. Tr- there's a possibility that we'd see him, you know, in this upcoming stretch. Speaking of back to backs and Grizzlies players, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose will return during this back-to-back. What? Uh, and Good so news. Woo-hoo. The point guard, the point guard position is about to get some additional help. Uh, we'll see if he plays on the front leg or the second leg. Obviously, you know Derrick Rose at this point in his career, uh, I wouldn't expect zero him to play. chance he's playing in yeah, both games. He's not zero playing in both chance. games. So uh, he he'll play in one of them. The Grizzlies are still determining, you know, if that's the front leg, that's the back leg. But you can expect Derrick Rose to kind of uh, reconfigure himself into the point guard situation at this point. And now. decent clue of who's going to be available or the Celtics game. Personally, most people are more excited for the Celtics game, uh, probably. Me, I'm more excited for the Spurs game, Joe. I, I want to see the Grizzlies match up against Victor Wimpeyon to the point. I asked Jaron Jackson Jr. a little bit of a goofy question yesterday. I said, have you ever blocked someone as tall as him before? And he had to, you know, he's like, uh, actually, you know, one of my old teammates. And, you know, I, I was about to say, well, Jared, that's unfair. But, you know, he 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 was talking about one of his old high school teammates. I'm like, come on, you you were you were a Division One prospect. And, right. and like, come on, Jared, like, please. Like, you, you. but still, the point is he's blocked someone as tall as Victor Wimbanyama so before. So we'll see what happens. You know, in this game, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be fun to see, you know, how the Grizzlies kind of maneuver around his strengths. We know he has been incredible in the paint. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And, of course, the Celtics game will be fun as well, but be a little bit unfair. You know, you get the defending champs on the second night of a back-to-back for the Grizzlies. Uh, I mean, not the defending champ, the Eastern yeah, Conference right. champs. Right, right, right. Uh, but uh, you get them on the second night of a back-to-back. It's going to be pretty tough. Yeah, and the defending Eastern Conference champions got better, right? The Kristaps Persingas trade, uh, Drew Holiday yeah. being there in Boston now. Uh, it's it's terrifying, right, to be honest with you. <laughs> the Celtics are a legitimate monster. Um, and I, I think I'm a, I'm with you. I, I'm more interested in the Spurs game because I think the Grizzlies have a better chance to win. Yeah. Uh, I'm hopeful, and, you know, Memphis always kind of m- marches to the beat of their own drum. I, I'm hopeful that they go all in on the Saturday game like Luke Kennard, if he's able to, plays that game. Derrick Rose plays yeah. that game. And Marcus the Spurs will be on the be second out. night of a back-to-back. Correct. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a Friday-Saturday back-to-back for San Antonio. Right. All of those reasons to me, that's the one that you go in and say we have to win or at least put our best foot forward. You come back the next night, do the best you can against Boston. They're the freaking Celtics. It, it's going to be tough. That's one of those scheduled losses that you look at when the schedule yeah. comes out. And you're like, yeah, that's going to be tough. And you think that, you know, assuming that the team's going to be healthy, which obviously the Memphis Grizzlies are not at this stage. So I'm with you on looking forward to the Spurs game more. I am hopeful the next time that we're on the uh, the Locked On Podcast Network waves that we're talking about a one-in-one split. It's going to be tough. I think it's fair to say that, acknowledge that. But the Spurs game, like you said, second out of a back-to-back, San Antonio, one of, probably the only team in the Western Conference that's not actively trying to win. They're not, you know, tanking per se, yeah. but they're not crying when they lose games. Um, I, I do think that it's going to be really interesting to watch that all play out uh, this coming weekend. So hopefully the team gets healthy. Hopefully we have some uh, some good news and good vibes to focus on the next time we're together. Let me add something, Joe. Podcast Network. Yeah, please. Let let me let me add this because uh, I want to I want to make sure uh, we talked about Jaron Jackson Jr. a lot this week. Yes, we sure did. That game against the Boston Celtics, he if the Grizzlies are to win that game, that's the guy who can win it for them. Um, let's we just gotta be honest. It is gonna be so hard for Desmond Bain to win that game. Yeah, Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday on, a, on another level right now. Derek White, yeah. Jason Tatum. Yeah, that's three potential first team all defensive caliber defenders. Yeah, like it's, it's that's tough. three of them. Like, it, it, and they can just take turns going at Desmond Bain. It's going to be tough for him. Uh, Jaron Jackson, all of those guys, as talented as they are, they're too small. Uh, Porzingis, we've seen him and Jaron have their battles in the past. And Porzingis, as we saw in Dallas, was really good against the Grizzlies. But in the Grizzlies' case, you know, they'll have, you know, Bismack Biombo in the lineup. So um, I think Jaron Jackson Jr., it's going to be a huge key to this weekend. Uh, we we really need to see him take a step forward after you know what was kind of a down week for him. And I think the Wembenyama matchup, assuming that's who Jaron yeah. spends a lot of time against, is going to be fascinating. Obviously, he's a rookie, still adjusting to the speed of the NBA, uh, but he is a phenomenal talent, and he really is somebody that you have to get used to. You've heard Kevin Durant talk about that, right? Like KD at six foot eleven is not used to being six inches yeah. taller, shorter than anybody. Uh, and, and especially somebody that has a handle and, and has guard skills like when Benyama does. So I, I think that seeing how Jaron responds to that is going to be fascinating too. So it's going to be a fun weekend for a variety of different reasons. 
Uh, hopefully you don't have many plans. I know you don't partner because you, you have to work this weekend. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, as a father of three, I too have no social life this coming weekend, but that's every weekend for me. And uh, I'll be watching some Grizzlies basketball and we'll have a lot to discuss the next time we're together on Monday's edition of Locked on Grizzlies. Quick scheduling note, speaking of Locked on Grizzlies, your team each and every day, Michael and I have done a very good job keeping to that each and every day mantra Mm -hmm. because we're going to take a couple days off around Thanksgiving. Okay. Mm -hmm. Michael's a big family guy. I'm a big family guy. So around the Thanksgiving holiday, it'll be a shorter week for us here. You'll catch, we'll catch up with you down the road, but we'll remind you of that. Just putting that out there. Uh, We've been very good this month, each and every day. So we can have a Thanksgiving holiday with our families and friends. Um, So we'll talk more about that later on this week. Just putting that on our everydayers radar here as we close out another fun-filled week at Locked On Grizzlies. For DeMichael, I'm Joe. I want to shout out one more time our first ever National Sports 24 streaming channel on YouTube that Locked On has started Locked On Sports today. 24-7 top sports stories of the day. The local experts of the Locked On team podcast like DeMichael and I here at Locked On Grizzlies, plus our national shows that cover each and every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever Making History National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. For the wonderful DeMichael Cole, have a wonderful weekend, partner. I am Joe Molinax. Stay locked in. Like, comment, rate, review, subscribe on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. We are so grateful and so thankful going into a Thanksgiving week that you're with us. We'll catch you next time here on Locked on Grizzlies.